What's going on, everybody? Ode Osborne here, UFC Flyweight, and this is Wagwan Podcast. And if you don't know what Wagwan means, Wagwan means what's up in, in Patwa. So I'm here with my man. Speaking of Patwa, here with my man Phil Rowe, welterweight fighter from the UFC. So Phil, Wagwan, brother. Wagwan, Medea, Badman, Dea. You don't know. Boop, 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 boop. I saw I do it. Yo, I think this is the first time that I've had, you know, another Jamaican that could, I could speak Patwa to because my other podcasts, they'd be like, what? Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to get Randy on here. Rude Boy. You Rube, gotta, yeah, yeah. Rube, yeah, yeah. I've got to get Rude Boy next. Jason That's, Jackson. You know what I mean? Delano Taylor. There's a lot of, there's a lot of us out here now. Yeah, man. So uh, what, what brings you to Vegas? Um, I'm with uh, Mike Davis. He's fighting this weekend. Um, Whatever UFC number this is, but it's at the apex. Mm -hmm. He hasn't fought in a little bit, so uh, I'm out here cornering him. So, oh, that's uh, that's awesome, man. So you you train with him, or what's the connection there? Yeah, man. Mike Davis, Beast Boy. Shout out to Mike. Mm. Um, I've been training with Mike for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I would say 2014. Okay. We've been training together, man, and we dreamed about being here. We talked about it all the time. Yeah. And and we're both here now, which is cool, and we're still training together. He's from New York. Um, I'm from New York, so it's love, man. It's number love. That's what's up. And so, is your official uh, gym in Florida, out of Florida? Yeah. So, uh, I train at Fusion Excel. Okay. Uh, under Julian Williams. Mm -hmm. um, he is 12 and 1 as a professional. We got a lot of homegrown guys there. We got a lot of guys that started with him and, and mm -hmm. got to the big show. So, uh, Mike Perry is a big name out of our gym. Yeah. Uh, we got Alex Nicholson. Mm -hmm. We got Hannah Goldie. We got myself, Mike Davis. Adolfo Vieira, Jacare mm. Souza, uh, Leona Machida. There's a lot of people there now. A lot That's of people. Some good names, yeah, man. Yeah, we stack Ooh. now. We stack. Stack, we stack. That's some good names, man. So, uh, how long uh, until you get a neck? Another? Or when do you want to fight next? Is what I want to say. Um, so it's looking like I'm fighting December third in Orlando. So this is lit for me. This is my first time fighting in front of a crowd. Um, I fought four times in a row at the Apex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm over it. So. And and we're here, you know. If I'm at the big show, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go out. I wanna fight in front of a crowd. I wanna feel that energy. Yeah. I wanna, you know what I mean. As scary as this game is, I might as well go all the way. You know what yeah. I mean. I might as well get the biggest crowd. You know what uh -huh. I mean. Get the biggest reaction and, and and see what it feels like. So wait a minute. You have not fought in front of a crowd yet in the UFC. Nope. Wow. You are a COVID fighter. That, facts, facts. Oh man. So. so um, not vax, facts. <laughs> we ain't doing that over here. Right? <laughs> Not up in here. So um, tell me how that's been, you know, um, fighting without a crowd this whole time. Versus, Are you, like, just looking forward? I mean, you just said it. You're looking forward to that moment. Me, personally, I feel like if you put me in front of a crowd, it's over. And, and oh. fighters say that all the time, but yeah. there's nobody like me in the UFC. Yeah. Man. You got and the energy, man. Nobody like me. These guys are weenies, bro. Like, <laughs> And I say it so much, like... Because they are, and yeah. I'm not. It's no knock to none of these guys. They're just mm -hmm. not cut from my cloth. They're not from my culture. They they don't talk like me. They don't move like me. Yeah, you know. So uh, I just I know the fans and people mm -hmm. connect to me. Period. You know. And and I notice, um, you know, a lot of a lot of fighters are starting to build a certain persona. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm talking about. You're damn right. They're I starting do. to build like a certain image that they want for the fans. You don't. Um, meet a lot of people like you, and I have met. I'm, I've been fortunate to have some people like you on my podcast, you know. But I was thinking about that like recently. I was like, man, there's not a lot of people like this anymore, where it's just authentically them and who they are. You know what I'm saying? Period. And it's 
easiest to be Phil yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, like, don't get it twisted. I understand the game. Yep. And I understand these guys that uh, – Hazmat, um, Kobe Covington. Um, I understand they have to play that role because realistically that's not who they are. And mm-hmm. who they are is – Born, you know, who they are isn't really selling, isn't yeah. really making the money. And I get that. And I'm not knocking that. That's how they make their money. That's how they feed their family. But for me, it's just something more so when that person's authentic, when that person is thorough, when mm-hmm. that person is really who they portray to be. Yes. You know, so <clears throat> I just think it's easier just to be yourself, you know. And my thing is this, like, with these fighters that have that persona, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Be who you are. Yeah. And my thing is this. If, you were, if you're a nerd, be a nerd. Mm-hmm. If you're an anime guy, be an anime guy. If you're a thug, be a thug. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not... I'm not... Uh, you're you. I'm you're not you. telling you what to do. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just be yourself. Yeah. That's the easiest way yeah. to go. That's and I see so many guys, they... They're they're angry this time. They're nice that time. <laughs> yeah. They're gangster this time. They're yeah. not a gangster that. T- it's just way easier yeah. to be yourself. And 100. whoever you are, mm-hmm. that's cool. And whoever you are will sell if you're genuine. And that's what these guys don't understand. Instead of having that facade, that mm-hmm. image, just be you. And, I, and and eventually, who you are will will seep through, and people will connect to that. A hunt, man. Talk about bars. Facts. For real, bars. <laughs> hey, straight up. Facts. Like, because I, I see it so much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the thing I see the most is people try to be hard when they're they're not that. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not about that, or try to be with the streets when they're not. Like, I will never try to be with the streets. I'm not with the streets. You know what I'm saying? I will never try to be like that. I I I talk proper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll never try to be with the streets. And I see so many people do that. That's not them. And, and like, it's okay. Right, exactly. And, and what I've been saying <laughs> to these guys is this. I'm no gangster, but yeah. I know gangsters. Yeah. And they're not yep. you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. like my man Averb said, he said, I've been around gangsters and yeah. with you, I just don't get that feel. Yeah. And, and that's how it is with these guys. Like, yeah. And it's okay not to be, I don't want to be a gangster. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay <clears> to be who you are, but you're not that. And I'll tell you this, man, where I'm from, I ain't never gotten a fist fight with somebody and hugged it out after. And it's beef forever. forever yep. And, forever. And you might die. All the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if on site, all my friends are gonna jump you, your friends are gonna jump me. So just, mm-hmm. just putting that out there. Like you watch these fighters, they got the most beef. They talking about each other's moms, they talking about each other's kids <laughs> when they fight, then they on their knees hugging, making out in the cage. Like for what? <laughs> that ain't no beef. You know what I mean? That's that's chicken. That's <laughs> yeah, real chicken. They ain't got no beef. You know what I mean? And my yeah. thing is this. Keep it on the polar opposite end. Uh-huh. Me, when you see me, it's all love. What up, man? Good to see you, man. How you doing? I noticed that. Jokes, l- laughing, funny. I noticed be that. Be that. But don't be the gangster because mm-hmm. that's, it's not true. Every yeah. time I see these guys, they talking hella shit, mm-hmm. talking about each other's kids, moms, press conference, this. The second they fight, five three-minute rounds, mm-hmm. they're making out after. Yeah. Best friends. It's fucking weird, well, man. Well, that's, <laughs> that's because that's what the, the game has become. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel... Certain people have set a blueprint for fighters, right? And certain people have said, if you do this, then, you know, your social media will, will grow. Or if you act like this, then your reach and your fan base and all this. And you know what I'm saying? But like you said, man, there's a difference between knowing the game and stepping outside your character. You know what I'm saying? And I see a lot of people now step outside their character who, you know, it's, it's not really you. You know, Kobe Covington, a prime example. Uh... You meet him, he's nothing like how he acts on TV. At all. At all. At all. Gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my thing is this. You portray this so much, mm-hmm. right? 
what's real to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kid but, don't know the. Di- you know what I mean? He don't know yep. you personally. He yep. just see the dickhead shit you say. Yeah. So now he thinks you're a dickhead. He uh-huh. thinks that's cool now. You know, he thinks when he goes in competition and whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. it's cool to be a dickhead. You know what I mean? It's cool not to be a stand-up guy. So like, I know who you are, mm-hmm. right? The the your peers know who you are, but you're portraying something that's not good to the masses, you know? And and you know too, something I noticed is that a lot of that runs off into their fight. You know what I'm saying? You see certain people, they come off like a lion, but they perform like a cat. You know what I'm saying? So that runoff comes off into their fight and they, you know, uh they 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 in the press conference they're talking hella shit and they're just going at each other's throats, but in a fight, you're like, where's that energy? Yeah, it's Where crazy. was that energy at? Like, well, I'm, still, I'm still trying to find this energy. Like, what? what? Bro, I see it, man. The fight game is a weird, it's a weird thing, man. Like, um, I like it. You know, I like competing. Um, to be honest, the only yeah. reason I do this is because... It's opportunity. It's a platform. It that's you, it. That's yeah, it. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a platform to catapult me into whatever else I got to do. Bro, thank you for saying that shit. Oh, Period. my goodness. Can you Period. say that shit again? It's a, it's a platform <laughs> to catapult me into doing what I want to do. Yes. And my gift, I, I feel like everybody has a gift, mm. right? I feel like God blesses everybody with mm. something. And it's what you do with that gift is determines where you go. And bar none, my gift was basketball. You know, And mm. now I know being here that I could have been in the NBA. Guys say it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I got friends in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have done this. I, I know because this wasn't for me. You know, this was so hard. I was losing. I was getting my ass beat. Mm-hmm. I was, Phil, why are you doing I started it late. Man, you ain't going to, don't worry about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, I'm a yeah. lot. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Don't worry about me. And basketball passed me by because I was just good. And I didn't work hard. I was good. I didn't, I didn't work hard in school. I didn't work hard in the court, but I could play. Mm-hmm. And that's not enough to get you to that next level. Yeah. And it passed me by. And once I started doing this when I was 21, it was hard. Mm. I was losing. I was getting choked out by girls in the gym. I wasn't winning fights. And people would help me all the time. Like, man, this ain't for you, Phil. I just didn't want to quit. Yeah, so yeah, I just man. kept doing it. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not stopping this. I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, I got my black belt actually two months ago. Okay. But um, I didn't want to stop until I became a black belt and, mm. and, and it turned into this, you know? So now I kind of have to do it. Whether I want to or not, I've, I've invested so much in this, I got to ride it till the wheels fall off, you know? And But you know what, man? I will say this till the cows come home, you know? I am a heavy, when I say heavy, I believe in God so much. Like God is my number one for everything, you know, my he's who I am through and through, you know what I mean? The reason why I'm saying that is because basketball, you weren't supposed to do basketball. You were supposed to, to do what you're doing now because what you're doing now is going to lead you into the next thing. Facts. And everything that didn't happen in your life right now is is a trajectory, I can't even say that shit, trajectory you into your next life. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, not next life, like afterlife, next but career next path. career path. And it's going to... All those failures has prepped you for the next best thing. Fact. And that's something that I've learned now, right here, right in this moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, in this moment, I always wanted to do this, what I'm doing right now. Um, I was actually a sports anchor in high school. Uh, I was a sports anchor all through high school. I went to college for it to do more um, video and film work. People was like, oh, yeah, you should do business. You know, there's no money in, you know, communications, blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I was like, all right, whatever. Went and did business, you know. Uh, they they cut the wrestling program, so I ended up, you know, uh, dropping out, got into fighting. But it's like everything that I did then. Look at this now. 
now what now is here it is all prepped me to Thanks. do this right now and yeah i love you know what i'm saying uh i love the opportunities that the ufc gives me but like you said I want to use all the opportunities to grow because I used to always think like, yeah, I want to be a UFC. I, I want to be a UFC champion, and that's it. Now that I know I can do UFC champion, even if I don't become a UFC champion, that's that's okay. But that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a champion. But now I'm like, I can really do so many other things. I don't have to limit myself to only being a UFC champion. Facts. I could be a mentor to kids. I can, you know, uh, be a leader in my community somehow. I could help people, you know, talk about mental health, like, you know, teach about uh, God and stuff. You know, I, I'm, uh, so many different things I can do. But I needed to fail everything else that I failed. In, and I, can, I hate saying the word failing because society has this weird concept of failing, which is so weird. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird. Just because you didn't accomplish something that is in society's needs, you failed. Isn't that a strange? It is strange because I wouldn't be where I'm at now without failing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I totally understand. I think there are more life lessons and teachings than failings, you know? So um, like now, I things that happen day to day, mm -hmm. I'm bulletproof. When I say my mind is bulletproof, like- I believe it, bro. Bullet, like if you know what I go through daily, mm. you'd be like, Phil, how you function? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I- Trooper, I you know what I mean. Energy, my, my mother right now is battling cancer. Right mm. now, not mm. only cancer, two forms of cancer: Oof. the cancer that killed her father a year ago. Mm. You know, uh, my best, one of my close friends, George Peterson from uh, South Jamaica, Queens, mm. one of the best bodybuilders in the world. Uh, he was prepped to win Mr. Olympia. Mm -hmm. He he was killing everything. Mm. Uh, he came down to Orlando. I, I usually let him tap in, do his thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't hear from him for a couple of days. It was kind of weird. Uh, Saturday. I get a call, he's dead face down in his room. You know what I mean? Um, wow. Uh, my aunt yeah. uh, falls, uh, falls asleep, doesn't wake up mm -hmm. from South Jamaica, Queens. Like, I deal with a lot, yeah, you know? And, um, and I realize now that uh, he conditions me. God conditions mm -hmm. me for a lot of things that mm -hmm. I go through. And I realize a lot of the times, like, man, I don't want to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but it helps condition me. It helps mm -hmm. callous my mind. It helps in a good way. Yeah. And uh, I realized through training and through pushing myself through adverse situations, mm -hmm. being in the fire all the time, being in adversity, being in uncomfortable spots. Now, day to day, when I'm in uncomfortable spots, I can move, I can function. Mm -hmm. And God, I feel like, uses me. I don't think God ever punishes anyone, right? People say, well, why me, God? Why me? Like, how I kind of look at it is like, it's he. It's like open chest of of toys. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. and, and we're those toys. You know. I agree. And, and we get to play and use those toys. But ultimately, they're his toys. And I agree. when he wants to put them back, he puts them back. So when you have that time with that toy, mm -hmm. you know that's sacred time, and you enjoy that time. But when God takes His toy back, yep. Who are you to say, Hey, God, man, why you why you take my toy away? It was never your toy to begin with. Yes. You know. Yes. So and that's how I look at it now. What I and I and and what I see is like. I feel like what he does, like my mother's going through some some rough stuff right now, yeah. you know, losing her hair, like, you know, it's hard. And it affects me different. It yeah. affects my father different. Yeah. It affects my sisters different. And what he does do is he uses that mm -hmm. as uh, opportunities for me to grow and learn, okay. you know? Yeah. Opportunities for my father to grow and learn, for my sister to grow mm -hmm. and learn. So he does use 
what we call quote unquote tragedy mm -hmm. to mold people. You know, I don't think they're ever punishments, but I think he used it to mold. Like my mom, bulletproof, mm -hmm. you know, like goes to chemo, then she's driving here, boom, 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 driving here. Like who am I to be crying? And when my mom is, I'm, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, we good. I'm, yeah, I just, I'm gonna go ahead and, I just went ahead and shaved my head because I started losing weight, you know what I mean? So I didn't feel like buzzed the head off. Well, you know, you know what I mean? Well, women are, in my opinion, because I was raised by, you know, strong single woman who you know now is married and happy but i think women are have extremely strong minds man facts they they got way stronger minds than us i don't care what nobody say women's got some and, strongest minds and you're talking man. about a a jamaican woman and you're talking about a god-fearing jamaican woman yeah she's bulletproof yeah. you know so like uh, my mother's from montego bay and my father's from saint elizabeth That's what's up. but bulletproof you know yeah. and when i see her trucking through what she's talking through. I'm like, who are these weenies that they got me matched up with? Like, you think I give a fuck about this yeah, guy? Yeah, man. You know just, what I mean? Like, you yeah. think I give a fuck about what this guy, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, my last fight, that morning, you know, my mom calls me and wishing me luck, mm -hmm. and she's going through what she's going through, you know? Yeah. Damn, man. And it's crazy because a lot of times people only see the uh, the hand raise, you know what I'm saying, when, they, when you get your hand raised, or... Um, if you don't get your hand raised and then they're coming after you and, and you know what I'm saying? But they don't see what led up to that, what yeah. led up to you getting your hand raised or what caused you to not get your hand raised. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? That, it, it, it's, it's so interesting now being on the other side, you know what I mean? Because I was one of those people that only saw the hand raised, you know what I mean? And Copy. I'd be like, what? That person's like doing his thing. You know what I mean? That person's amazing. You know, when I was in uh, high school, I idolized UFC fighters. I was just like, man, like Anderson Silva, you know what I mean? But I never, not once ever thought, I wonder how Anderson Silva's life is. Yeah. Never. You know, now that I see fighters and interact with fighters every single day at the PI, you know, or at the gym or whatever the case may be and learn a little bit more about different fighters and their story, I, I'm, you know, I can relate more to them because of my story as well, you know, and I was just like, wow, these are actually like the most normal people, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, People think no, uh, normality is someone who is functioning without any problems. Like, no, nah, that person ain't normal. If you function and you don't have no problem in your life, you ain't normal. I don't That's, care what you say. You are true. not normal. Norma true. Normality is people that struggle and that can, you know, somehow push through the struggle. That's why God gave us struggles is to get closer to him. I find when I'm struggling, that is when I'm the most spirited. You know, I'm the most grounded you gotta you gotta realize understand how to uh, how to talk with God if that's what you want you know yeah. not to not to be too much you know no no but I'm, like, on, uh, I'm on that yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so on like, that like you know, for me it's like facts so for me it's <laughs> like this like I grew up in the church I'm a very God fearing person as well but whenever I'm you just gotta take the time to listen man mm. so like this is this is just my belief how I am you know mm. I would hear growing up man God talked to me God told me this you know mm. God told me that God mm. told me I'm like man I've been in church my whole life he ain't, he ain't talking to me like <laughs> I don't hear this guy like what are you guys talking about yeah. you know but you just had to sit and listen you know what people call their conscience mm -hmm. you know like oh there's a bad angel there's a good angel yeah that's God talking to you homie like that's the Holy Spirit in you so mm -hmm. when you my father say pop my family calls me poppy poppy mm -hmm. don't do this poppy don't do that yeah why anytime that I'm in a adverse situation that I shouldn't be and mm -hmm. I know I shouldn't be there's that audible poppy you know you maybe what's that yeah what's that that's, that's your conscience whispers. that's not that's not your conscience no that's no. Christ in you yeah, you know what I mean that's the whispers yeah and 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 that's God talking to you yeah the whispers, and he talks to you all the time yep. you know so and I it, it took me until I was 23 I'm like 
yo, this I'm talking to this cat every yeah, day, every, yeah, all the time. When I'm like, yo, I should do, nah, you know, you shouldn't do that. Who's yeah. who is that's not me. That's uh, not Phil saying, oh, I know I shouldn't do that. Yeah, you know, that's yo, Poppy, honor thy mother and father. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's God talking to you. So mm-hmm. once you realize that, things start clicking a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get in the scary places when you start Back throwing in, that. Yeah, man. Yo, don't do. Yo, oh, they don't. Nah, I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, yo, you shouldn't. Nah, I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to harden your heart too yeah. much. You That's know what why I, mean? I call it the I call it the whispers. You know, because God only talks to you whisperingly. You know what I mean? Because uh, you got to be quiet. And when your when your mind is loud, you you're not gonna hear nothing. But when your mind is is still and you can find that that zero, now you hear the whispers. You know, because we always know when uh w- what it is that we're supposed to do and what it is we're not supposed to do most of the time, and a lot of times. When we uh, come to a path and we see, oh, that's a bad path, but I'm going to do it anyways. But you get that thought of, no, don't do it. That's a bad What's path. What's that thought, though? Who is that? Exactly. Who's that thought? That, that thought is Christ. Of course. That's, that thought is Christ. 100%. 100%. And so, so like, if, you don't, if you hear that audible, if anybody's listening, and, and you feel like that's, that's, that's God trying to talk to you. If, yes. you ever, if you're ever trying to figure out what he's, that's him talking to you, you know? So... I'm a very impatient person, and that's yo, my that's my biggest yo, thing. Preaching to the congregation, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's me being from New York, me I don't, me being Jamaican. Everything's every, yeah. you know what I mean. But I'm very impatient, and I always pray for patience. You mm-hmm. know, and I find that instead of like me one day just having patience, yeah. I'm put in situations where to test my patience. But that's you know what I mean. So I'm all, I'm always in spots where I'm like, man, <laughs> but but it's, it's 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 God there testing me, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and man, you just gotta know how to how to listen. I agree, you know. And I what I love too, man. I love that you know we can have that conversation because it's so crazy. What's crazy is that a lot of times when I talk about God uh, around people, it makes them uncomfortable, and you know, so I like I, I let them set the set the pace or set the tone to how. I'm going to go about, you know, what I'm going to say or whatever the case may be. But I love that you can come on here and talk about God openly because that's, that to me is, is Uncomf- powerful. Uncomfortable. No, I said not uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird, you know? No. I, th- uh, I think that's weird if, if, if talking about God makes you feel uncomfortable. You yeah, know what I mean? they, just, <laughs> they just feel, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, can, I can feel the energy, though, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You, I can always feel that energy. So I'm like, that's dope, that, you know what I mean? Because I've had... Foolery on this podcast. I've had, you know, education on this podcast, and now I got somebody that, you know, what I mean, could talk the word, there and that's, I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's sure. cool, man, because, like I said, for me, that's everything through and through. You know, um, God, it's it's almost like where I explained it, right? Um, growing up in Jamaica, all I knew as a kid was being in the jungle. That's it. That's, that's all I knew. Like from sun up to sundown, I was in the woods. Cause you gotta think, fruits was abundant in the in the in the in the woods, you know what I mean? You could go out and eat, pick fruits, all kinds of stuff. You didn't have to come home. You don't need no water, you don't need no fruit. You can go to the river, drink some water, whatever. But um all I knew was the woods and I feel like um I was I was grounded when I was there. You know what I mean? And I don't know what it is, but even as a young age I could feel God's presence over me as a kid, like going through the woods, like having these conversations with myself. Like talking to God, like talking to myself almost as a kid. That's powerful. That's you know fire. what I mean? That's dope. Yeah, man. And um, it's almost like like I I've been through a lot, man. I've been through a lot. And people have people have no idea, but it's the way I can relate it. It's like gambling, right? 
and rolling a six. I don't know if a six is good or not in, in dice, but I'm gonna say six. It's like rolling a six every time, every single time. I hate that that, that God. You know what I mean? I'm rolling that dice. Brr, God hits me six every time. Brr, every time. Brr. And it's just been that. You know, every time I don't know where to go, and I've lost my way where you know I've not been close to God. But he still just hit me with sixes, hit me with Fire. sixes, hit me with sixes, Fire. you know. And a lot of times he'll hit me with a one, and I'm like, "Damn, like I can't believe I got hit with this one." But later on, it's like, "Nah, that one was to set you up for that two six I'm about to give you." Fire. Oh yeah, man, yeah. for real. So you know, I love. It's it's always been like that. And nah, that's that's cool that you got to grow up out there. Like, uh, uh my father, he mm -hmm. grew up like that, and he would tell me about it often. You know, my mother. She grew up in Montego Bay, but she, uh, her family was a little bit, you know, more financially well off yeah. than my father's. You know, my father lived like that in the, mm -hmm. in the bush country, the bush side. You know, you know. <laughs> so like the bush side. He he used to tell me about like climbing trees, mangoes, and yes. like you know, what I mean, being in the river and that's like, it. That's true. That cleaning his clothes and like that's how my father grew up. You know, so yeah. it's a cool. It's a People that grew up like that have a different aura about them, you know. Like 100%. when I say like nothing bothers my pops, man. Like <laughs> when I say no, you don't, yeah. you get it because you're from yeah. there, you know. Like mm -hmm. right now they're in Florida. My mom there's, a, there's a hurricane going on, and I've 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 seen numerous uh, hurricanes, mm -hmm. and I remember we evacuated a couple times, mm -hmm. and this I was younger, and then my father no power, no nothing, mm -hmm. he wouldn't leave. You know what I mean? So I remember I rode my bike back to the house when. Uh, and my dad is in the living room, like a horror movie. Yeah. You just hear, he's on a lazy boy, just pitch black, just chilling. <laughs> he's like, yo, yeah. I stop, I stop, yeah. you know what I mean? Yo, like, and man. he was just parlaying, mm -hmm. chilling in the house, you know? He's yeah. been like that. It's like, nothing bothers him, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's how he grew up and where he grew up it, and what he came from. Yeah. Everything else is just like a blessing to him, you know? So... Tapping in with my pops, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a junior by the way, so tapping in with my pops always keeps me grounded too, you know, like when I see the way he doesn't let nothing bother him. Nothing. Mm. No, no, never mind. Nothing, bro. That's dope. Nothing. Oh, man, I need to meet your pops. He's, oh. in, he's in Florida? Yeah, my father is literally the most Jamaican human being Yo, to ever he, exist. That's like my no, mom. My no, mom no, no. is like that. You think. You think <laughs> but your pops is, is real. He's real Jamaican. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I believe it. No, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. He doesn't, for one, he wears yeah. no apparel unless it has Jamaican flags on it. Yo, colors. can we put him up on the screen? Yo. I'm going to have, I'm gonna have, a, I'm gonna have Travis Damn, or, or, or uh, Chase put it up on the screen when, after, after the show so that, you know, they can see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This is just one outfit. Look, oh, yeah. Look. So ready? So look, in the car. Oh, look. he's no, the no, most no. Jamaican. No, no, no. It gets better. Look at this one. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. No, we, that's, this is nothing. Hang on. I have, uh, yeah, we, we we definitely have to put it up on the screen. Look at this one, look. It gets better. Look. Oh, yo, he, he, does he have, does he own anything that doesn't have Jamaican no. outfit? Like, he he's got to, Jamaican chairs? He, he tried to paint our garage door. My mom was like, you're not painting the garage door with <laughs> Jamaican flag. So look, this is him a little bit more dressed yo, up. Yo, he's you know? got he's, everything Jamaican flag. Look, look at it. Look at it's a collar shirt. He's literally Jamaican flagged out. Jamaican flag. Yo, flag. I bet he got a Jamaican flag toothbrush. Bro. <laughs> I bet he got it. Jamaican Yo, flag it's, socks. It's yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Bro. Oh, that like, is just at the grad. When my sister graduated from uh, my sister graduated from UCF. Yeah, she got a bachelor's the other day. My dad was at the graduation. Hold Jamaican holes everywhere in the shirt. 
like yellow head to toe holes. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Crazy. They proud people though, man. Yo, I, hey, talk about proud that Jamaican food. Talk there about you go. proud. There you go. Man, you know, Jamaicans will claim Jamaican food to be the best, and I agree with them it 100%. Jamaican is. food is the best food known to me. I don't care what nobody says. You have something for say? Come take me. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell, I tell people this, like, and it's not, I'm like, man, am I biased for Jamaican culture? Of course I'm biased coming Jamaican. But reggae, you know what I mean? Like, what, what music your people got? You people listen to my people music. Am I lying? Oh, you are not lying. You are not lying. So, at all. so I got we got that knock. Buju Bantan. <laughs> we got we got Beanie Man, Shaggy, yeah. Sean Paul, Bunty Killer. Yo, you don't know. That's list. just that's just the ones the Americans know. Period. They don't know. You know what I mean? I, my my favorite is Barry's Hammond, but they, they know they know Popcon. But really, like Jamaicans don't really mess with Popcon like that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I, I like old school Jamaican guys. Yeah. But. Um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's the best culture in the world, man. It really <laughs> is. It really is. And because if you go to Jamaica, the first thing when you see somebody, you don't even, they don't even have to know you. They're like, wagwan, wagwan, yeah, yo, yo, love, hey. You know what love. I mean? You walk, you can't walk from uh, point A to point B without somebody being like, yo, wagwan, what up, yeah. wagwan. You know, and that's, I think that's great. Um, I remember every Sunday, my grandma used to cook. Um, and she cooked outside, you know what I'm saying? Outside on the, on the ground with coals and like a little chimney type thing. It was on the ground and she used to make rice on peas and you know, grandma, grandma rice on peas. (laughs) And, uh, I wasn't really big into food as a kid. You know, I, I like, I was always outside eating all kinds of other shit. So I was never really hungry. And, uh, everybody from the neighborhood, you know, I grew up in Bull Bay, 11 mile, everybody from the neighborhood would come over to my grandma's house on Sunday to fine. eat, and she cooked for everybody. That's fine. She cooked for the whole neighborhood, and that you don't really see that anymore. You know, um, I, I feel like we live in a "what's mine is mine" culture society now. You know, but you go to Jamaica, and they still do stuff like that, That's man. Everybody, dope. everybody still run the domino table and cook and drink. I've been, and I've been eat trying to tap in bad, man. I want to go back, but I just been busy. I, I already know. I man. got a kid now, so it's like How old? You know, two. Two. Oh, that's what's yeah, up, man. man. Two-year-old. Boy she's, or girl? Girl. She's girl. about my height already. Woo! <laughs> Yo, that's it's wild, crazy. dude. It's crazy. Bro, I got to ask you, has anybody, I'm sure you've gotten this so many times, has anybody told you you look like Will Smith from Fresh Prince? I hear, I hear it a lot. I hear it a lot. <laughs> that's but, not a bad compliment, no, though. No, 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 no. But, that's not a bad compliment. Shout, shout out to Will Smith, man. Like, uh, and you're from Philly? No, I'm not from Philly. Oh, okay. So I'm from New York. People okay. think I'm from Philly because my name is... Everyone calls me Philly, but uh, my family calls me Philly. They, you know what I mean? My name yeah. is Philip. My okay. nickname is Phil. People call me Philly. Yeah. It goes with my name, you know? So I'm, I'm from New York, though. Um, uh, I'm from Brooklyn. Grew up in Queens. I moved out to uh, Florida. I've been in Florida for a little bit, but mm. no, nah, I'm, I'm not from Philly. I've, I've been there a few times. I've been to Sesame Place when I was a kid yeah. from school. We went there to yeah. Sesame Place. Yo, Philly, man. That's and I think different... that's Philly. Yeah, it was in Pennsylvania, and then um, I've been there a few times for like grappling tournaments and stuff like that. But nah, I'm not no relations to Philly. You'll be hitting me up like too much. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm gonna meet Will Smith one day, man. Yeah, like, you need to. That's cause... my OG, man. Um, there's not many people that I uh, mm-hmm. that I look up to yeah. that I like pick gems from. But mm-hmm. since I was a kid, man, I've I've been big on Will, man. Will. I started mm-hmm. wearing Doc Martens early mm-hmm. from Will. From Will, yeah. Um, his style. Yeah. I, I rock with the dude, man. And I'm I'm connected with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
and I want it to happen organically. I know a lot of people around him. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Pierce Austin, that's uh, Will's Barber. This is a really good friend. Shout out to Martin Lawrence. I'm tapped in with, mm-hmm. with people around him. Martin Lawrence actually tapped in with me. He saw me doing some funny videos, yeah. and he, he, he messaged me, and he uh, showed me love. I sent him a bunch of my hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent him a bunch of T-shirts, and... I didn't want to use that opportunity, but yo, man, tell Will to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted it to happen organically, but uh-huh. I know, like, Martin is his man, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, I know he's seen. I just want it to happen organically. So, like, um, but also, I did ask Martin this, though. I was like, uh, how would he feel the whole Philly Fresh thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to think it was me trying to take his swag, which yeah. I can't. You can't. Yeah, I mean, nah, he's, yeah. he's up he, here, he you know? Made, yeah, he's this. he made that. Exactly. So, so it's just paying homage. That's yeah. all it is. And, and he, he seems humble enough. Yeah. Too, so he, he was like, nah, it's not like that, man. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't think like that. And Pierce Austin is, I want to say Pierce Austin know, has known Will longer than Martin Lawrence. That's mm-hmm. his barber. It's his really good friend. Um, yeah. And... Uh, their families are close. And I don't know how me and Pierce got tapped in. Yeah. But like <clears throat> I tapped in with him through Instagram mm-hmm. somehow a minute ago. And the same thing. I reached out and, and we were, he was showing love. He's like, yo, man, I love what you do, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And one time, I think one time I was like, I yeah. One time I was like, yo, man, um, if Will's ever around, you know, show him my, you know what I mean? Yeah. One time. And <laughs> I didn't regret doing it, but I was like, oh, I feel not. Let it happen organically. And then yeah. actually Pierce like, look, man, I don't, I don't look to be, Will doesn't look to me to be a messenger, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you one thing. He's a good dude. That's dope. He sees what you're doing. Keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. So I would I'll keep grinding. Yeah. Oh, man. Like me, for me, there was a few guys. You know what I mean? There was a few guys that, that I really wanted to, I want to tap in with mm-hmm. and pick their brain. And I don't want to say a couple, I don't want to say this guy's name because I feel like there's guys that are higher than me in the UFC, like a bigger name, and they could yeah. reach out and take my idea, but whatever. <laughs> and, die, um, so for me, it was Kobe Bryant, uh-huh. David Goggins, yeah. and Will Smith. And the thing about um, Kobe is I felt like I was going to see him soon because mm-hmm. of the whole body armor in the UFC thing. And I know he came to one of the events yeah. because uh, I'm pretty sure he owns or he's a partner in body armor. And... I was like, man, I was that was the summer before I got to the UFC. And I'm like, man, if I was there, he would have tapped in with me. I'd, I'm the only dude that can hoop. You know what I mean? Like that, we'd have had something. And that was and when he died, man, man it was over I, for me. Oh. And um, but 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 wrestling RIP RIP yeah, the great RIP, man, man, Kobe. Black Mamba. But uh David Goggins, I don't know if anybody if you Oh know, yeah, the, the uh uh what's the book that I actually Can't was, Hurt Me. Can't hurt me. Yeah, that's Bro, it. changed my life, man. And um mm-hmm. It's crazy, bro, because David Goggins was going to corner me in a UFC fight. No way. He was, man. And I hope no. I hope no one steals my idea. No way. He was going to corner me, man. Yeah. And how it happened was I tapped in with David a long time ago before he was who he is Hey, now. hold up. Pause. If y'all steal his idea, you're they, a poser. We know. <laughs> we know it's you and we're coming for you. We know it's you because we said it here first. That's a fact. Yep. So he if only, anybody in the yeah. UFC with a huge name that gets David Goggins in their corner... <laughs> You fighting me next. But, uh, <laughs> but it's crazy because, uh, so, once again, I don't know how I tap in with these people. But anyway. Your energy, bro. His, bro, it's crazy. His girl tapped, mm-hmm. me and his girl were like friends on Instagram. Okay. And I'm like, 
He was, I want to say he was at like 20,000 followers at the time. Mm -hmm. And he was following no one. Now he's at a couple mil. Pre-COVID, tapped in with him. Um, and I'm like, look, man, uh, he changed my whole way of thinking. Accountability got mm -hmm. me here. Like, I hold myself accountable like mm -hmm. nobody's business. It's my fault. Yeah. Period. It's uh, my fault. Ooh, and like when I that. see people that don't think that way, I, they're... Yeah. I'm, they're food to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, you can't you yeah. can't rock with me, homie. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't hold yourself accountable. That's you can't hold my jock strap, my guy. Yo, that's I'm, I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? And it changed my life, bro. It's my fault. Everything's mm -hmm. my fault. And once I started thinking like that, bro, like immediate change. Mm -hmm. And it was him. And I had it in me, but he brought it out of me. Um, and just reading his interviews and his podcast, but I tapped in with her and I was like, hey, look. Um, this guy, David, changed my life. He has me thinking a new way, blah, blah, blah. I just love to mm -hmm. chat with him, pick his brain. And I said, look, I reached out to David. I said, hey, man, I just got married yesterday. Mm -hmm. If you hit me up tomorrow, I'll fly out to you and I'll train, period. I said, done deal. I said, mm -hmm. I don't care. I got, I said, I'm, I'm wherever you want me to be, mm -hmm. let's train. Um, and I said, and I also, he, his wife reached back out to me via email. Or his mm -hmm. girl. And then she was like, blah, 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 blah. We started going back and forth. I said, hey, look, mm -hmm. I'm fighting my UFC debut in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. This was the first fight they shut down for COVID. The fight prior was in UFC Uruguay. Adolfo Vieira, yeah. my teammate, mm -hmm. I was there with him. And Mike Perry fought Luque. Yeah. I cornered Mike Perry. Yeah, I remember that one. I was in Portland the very next card. The very, the, like a month later. One. And in between Uruguay and Portland, mm. COVID shut, shut down. down. Like, I remember. No Apex. Apex <laughs> yeah. wasn't around. Yeah. It was over. Done. Uh huh. So I said, hey, man, what's your size? Boom, boom. He's like, yo, man, I appreciate you. Boom, 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 boom. Talk to my wife. She'll figure everything out. I said, hey, all I need is his size. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. UFC Portland, I gave him all the info. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. You keep going. Stay hard. Boom, 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 boom. Show me love. Hey, I loved you being a corner. Hey, man, it'd be an honor. Boom, boom, boom. I'll get back to you. I'll let you know how, how mm. my schedule's going. Boom, 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 boom. All right, cool. Tapped in with him again. Hey, man, mm. are you down here? You know what I'm down, man? Blah, 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 blah. I appreciate you. Let's do it. Gave me all his sizes. Sent in the corner info. Ready to go. COVID. UFC shutdown. Damn. I was supposed to fight. Um, Have you spoken to him since that happened? Yes, but uh -huh. he's, he's, he's so busy. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to say he's Hollywood. But I know. He's just busy. Yeah, because he's blowing, he's blowing oh, up so disgusting. much. He took off. No, like took off. He took off. And I tapped in with him. At the at the beginning, so it's tricky now because yeah. he's so busy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he reached back out to me, and he was just pretty much said the same thing: like, "Hey, man, Phil, I'm so busy, man. We got to catch up. Some blah, blah blah blah. Stay hard. Keep doing your thing. Boom boom boom." So um, it, it sucked because I couldn't imagine having yeah. that cat, man. Yeah, man. And that had been fire. Ooh. Isn't that crazy though? How I was just saying this earlier today. Um, you know, they were talking about. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. They were talking about, you know, I guess one of the Jonas Brothers coming here or whatever. And then we were talking, and I was like, I used to watch them on Disney Channel, but um, I, I believe one of the members is a huge UFC fan. And I was like, it's so crazy how, you know, certain, some, uh, sometimes you have your, your idols and then your idols become fans of you. And I think that is interesting to me. Um, not the David Goggins, but going back to even like, uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like, okay, you have all these people that, that, that are just, you know, tapping in with you, right? 
eventually these people are gonna be like, wow, I admire Phil. I, I look up to Phil. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't see it now, but let me tell you something. I can see it. I can see it. Appreciate you know, that, when you man. when you get older, it's something that they're gonna be like, wow, I want my kids to be around uh, Phil's kids. I want. You know, like Phil is a dope. You know, Appreciate it's some. That, it's something for real. I, I I feel that energy. Like you give off that and Nipsey I, hustle energy, bro. And what I tell these guys, man, in the UFC, and I don't want to say names, but um, you guys got a big responsibility, man. So like, and I say this all the time. There's nobody in this in the entire UFC that talks to my culture. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Nobody. Yep. You go to the parks that I grew up at. Go to East Flatbush. Go to the green courts. Go to these places and be like, hey, you know who Francis Ngannou is? Respect to him. I, I said what up to him four times. And he was probably getting tired of me saying what up to him. The <laughs> champ. Mm-hmm. The biggest, baddest dude on earth. Nobody know him where I'm from. Say, yo, go to where I'm from and say, hey, yo, uh, you know who Javante Davis is? Hell, hell yeah, they know Javante yeah. Davis. And you don't speak to my culture. Yeah. And my, the thing I didn't like was they, they were pushing these certain guys in the UFC that were like, I, I don't like, that's the black guy, like the, uh-huh. the hip-hop dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. Yeah. He's not, and, and, and look, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Tyron Willie, I don't want to pick on him because yeah, no, he's a good dude. And I would say to his face, mm-hmm. I, what I didn't like about Tyron Willie, one thing was the whole Jake Paul thing, right? Mm-hmm. Tyrone. You have a huge responsibility. You're a mm-hmm. UFC cha- you were a UFC champion at one point, right? Yeah. They were talking about you were one of the greats, blah, blah, blah. I've seen, I've seen numerous times where he's like, yo, don't let this suit fool you. Like, no, what, what you mean? I, yeah. What do you yeah. mean? What do you, what, what do you mean? Don't yeah. let, you're an anchorman on TV. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't let, don't let what fool you. That's your job. That's what you do. Yeah. If you're really from that, and, I, and, I'm a, and St. Louis is, you, yo, you shout out to St. Louis. There's a lot of real dudes from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. But... If you're really from that, you don't, you don't promote people. that. Yeah. You don't prom- You know what's cool to those kids from there that mm-hmm. can't get out of there? Yo, man, I went to college and I wrestled in college. Mm-hmm. If you go to your school right up the street and wrestle, you can get out of here. That's what's cool to people that's really from those neighborhoods. Yeah. If you've really been there, if you're yeah. really from that, and I'm not saying he's not, mm-hmm. but if you are, that's cool. What's not cool is you're a scholar, my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a literal scholar. Mm-hmm. You went to school to wrestle. That's a great thing. Promote that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying you can't speak back as a man. I'm not saying you can't have that energy with a guy, but it don't have to be gangster energy. And you don't even yeah. know what gangster energy is. What the, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Because real dudes aren't like that. Yep. If you go to the, any of them real hoods, this guy's playing basketball. You know what they do? Yo, man, stay out here. You ain't in, go inside. <laughs> we don't need you outside. Yo, here, here, take this. Yeah. You play ball. Yeah. This ain't for you. Yeah. That's what they really tell you if you're uh-huh. from these neighborhoods. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I don't like that when they when you do get that platform, be a DC. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Co- coach the kids. You know what I mean? Don't yes. don't you and don't have to play basketball and rap to get out of these neighborhoods. You can you can kick box, you can box, you can yep. wrestle, you can go to college. That's mm. cool, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they think that's cool. Yep. Not the other way around. And and you know what for me, um, growing up, I I went through Almost like an identity crisis, you know what I'm saying? No, not almost. I'm gonna say how it is. I did go through an identity crisis growing up because society, which was you know the my friends, uh, people who I looked up to, um, people who weren't my friend, everybody around me was telling me like, you know what I mean? You need to speak this way and you need to act this way. 
And um, my mother, actually, she's a scholar. Like, when I tell you she graduated, like, number two in her class from Jamaica, like, she had a full ride. And then, you know, she got pregnant with me when she was 18, you know. But she she was a stickler with grammar. When I would say stuff like, yeah, brung, she'd be like, nah, it's brought. You know, she was on my ass every step of the way. But growing up, I struggled because my mom wanted me to be, like, this person who um, didn't want anyone to judge me because of the way I, I spoke. She wanted me to get a good job. She wanted me to show that I was educated. But people around me was like, why, you, why do you talk white? You know what I mean? Crazy. And, that, and that really affected me for so long. Crazy. Like, for so long. I'm telling you, Phil, Crazy. that effect, you have no idea, like, how much that affected me. Why do you talk white? And it wasn't until I got high school that I really, like, started thinking about it. Like, I was like, what does that mean? Why do I talk white? Does that mean that? my people and me aren't allowed to speak proper English. Like we, we're supposed to be degraded. That's how we're supposed to come off. And I, when I really like dug into that, I was like, okay, so, huh. The problem wasn't the way I spoke. It was other people's insecurity to my uh, intellect. You Back. know what I'm saying? And be, But the thing about it is I never thought that I could be a lawyer. I never thought I could be a doctor. I never thought I could... Uh, be a judge, a police, never, none of that. The only thing I thought I could be was an athlete because everybody around me when I was sitting in class was like, yeah, man, you, you, you could be an athlete. You could be an athlete. Now, I look up to guys like Daniel Cormier and, you know what I'm saying? Great dude. Great, Shout yeah, out to man, for real. Shout out to DC, man, because he really kind of um, paved the way. Like, listen, you guys, you guys, you guys can still talk like me. And you don't have to act a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You can still do your thing and have different avenues. You can be a UFC fighter, a commentator, um, X, Y, Z. You can do all these other things. You know what I mean? So uh, when he came on the UFC scene, I was like, oh, man, this, he's kind of like me. You know, I like anime. You know, I like this. I like that. But, um, yeah, it was always something I struggled with. And so I look up to people like Daniel Cormier right. because of, like, it was some, like, in some way, some weird way, he kind of freed me. If that makes sense. No, it does, man. And like I said, man, as athletes, as elders to our young youngins up and coming from places we grew up, mm. we have a due diligence to guide these guys in the right way, you know? And I, I'm i 32, man. Mm. When I was 16, come on, man. I was reckless. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you the stuff I was doing. What we you, all, wouldn't, man. you wouldn't believe me. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to tell you this and think, and I grew up in a God-fearing home. I believe that. And just to be cool, I'm yeah. doing crazy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my mom was like, um, Papa, you hang with these people, you're going to be like, no, that's not true, mom. That's mm -hmm. not true. I'd, I'd combat that. My friends smoke. I don't smoke. Mm -hmm. Well, Mom, you're wrong. My friend's smoking. I don't smoke. Yeah. So I'm like, I would think about it all the time, but I'm robbing people that had weed to give to my friends that yeah. smoked. No. So I am doing what my peers are doing. Yeah. You know? So, and you couldn't tell me at the time it was wrong. Oh, he's a drug dealer. It's yeah. bad. Anyway, he yep. shouldn't be selling drugs. Accountability. Back to back what you said Facts. before. Accountability, Facts. man. So we got to... These kids, man, they're precious, bro. Oh, they're pre yeah. Their minds are so... Mm. and. I already knew. I already know what you went through coming from Jamaica here. Like my dad went through that. You know, yeah. America will eat you up. And, and and you come here with that accent. You know, my dad had to beat people up every day. Oh my goodness! He said, "Poppy, I don't. I never fight nobody. Yeah, don't fight nobody." He go, but when they talk about my mother, I fight. 
You grew up in New York. Yo. What they say? Every your mom, your mom, your, your mom. mother, your so mother, you your mother, your mother, your mother. Yo, yo, tell your mother. Yo, so I, you're fighting every day. My mom had to go to because I got you know I got beat up by this uh, this this boy and his brother because. You know, he was he was talking and we got into a fight outside and then his brother jumped in. And they both just like jumped me and they both beat me up because, you know what I mean? It was just like I got to the point where I'm just like, I'm sick of this shit. Like they talking about my accent. They talk about my mom. Word. They talk, You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. So it's like, you know, what? I get into a fight. Boom. My mom take me. My mom took me. And we went right to that, right to their house. And <laughs> she cussed their mom out, and the parents out, and the kids. Everything. My mom was crazy. She didn't give a damn. She was like, "We're going right there." I don't know if she remembers. I think she does. But man, that was. I'll never forget that day. But coming here, like you said, with with an accent, it's it's uh, it's different because kids now. I feel like people now, uh, society is a little bit more accepting. But man, then yeah. it, ruthless. It was and ruthless. it blew my mind because. <laughs> My father used to tell me stories, but my, my dad was born in 64. He grew up in Jamaica, Queens. He's from Jamaica. He moved to Queens when he was 13. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what my pops used to do. And he does a very, 97, he turned his life to Christ. Mm -hmm. He does a very good job of not letting me know what he did growing up. But like, I would, I would be in, in Southside, like I'd be at parties with my cousin Tony, shout out to Two Time. Mm -hmm. um, and... I remember one time I was at a party and they were like, yo, 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 I Philip nephew that. Yeah. Fi my dad's name is yeah. Phil. I Philip nephew that. And it, that's my cousin. Yeah. I'm yeah. there with him. So they talking about my father. Yeah. Yo, I Philip nephew that. So they're like, yo, and my cousin started getting, yeah. yo, he's like, yo, that's his son right there, man. That's yeah. Yo, are you Philip's son, yeah. puppy? Yo, I'm Philip's son, this, yo. And I'm like, hey, my dad's a deacon, man. What y'all yeah, talking about? You know what, I'm like, what, what my dad out here doing? You know what I mean? So like, oh, that man, was kind of yeah, crazy yeah. to me too, you yeah. know? So like, and, and I never knew. Yeah. And then I, I got a taste of it again. I remember one time I was at the laundromat mm -hmm. in, in, in Queens. I was at the laundromat uh, and I was with my cousin Tony. Shout out to Two Time. I was with my auntie June and... I wasn't, my father wasn't there. Mm -hmm. No, he was ah, I don't remember if my yeah. dad was there, but my, my auntie June and my cousin were there. And I remember a dude came in, old dude, and he was like, yo, I'm not scared of you no more, June. <laughs> yo, yo, where your brother there? Yo, I'm not scared of you no more. And he was like, yeah. how you been? And he was like, I'm like, what you mean? Like, these, yeah. people coming up like, these are old heads. Like, yeah, they coming up yeah, my yeah. like, yo, I ain't scared of you all no more. I'm like, what? <laughs> but... You know what I mean? So like that was that was kind of he was well connected, man. Yo, I, I don't know, well man. You know, and like connected. Queens is small, you know. So yeah. my dad lives in Queens. Does he really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, don't ask me last time I saw him though. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was one of uh, you know you know how it is, man. Copy, Especially copy. like uh, men from Jamaica, not just Jamaica, just the the black community. You know, I feel like you know we were we were they they made it like that. You know what I'm saying? They. Ripped us from here to there, and so it became normal. What's weird to me too about Queens, Jamaica Queens? Mm -hmm. Why are there so many Jamaicans there? Yo, there's more Jamaicans in Jamaica Queens than in Jamaica. I feel like it's I weird. Swear. So like, I never paid attention to it, and I think someone told me it's called Jamaica Queens because there's Jamaicans there. Like I don't that's what I'm like. I don't. But my thing was like when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I didn't know anything but New York City and and Jamaican culture. I didn't know geography. I didn't know yeah. Jamaica was way down there by Florida. So I'm like, how do we get to Jamaica? Jamaica Queens? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it's, so weird. It is Jamaica. New York is J Jamaica. Yeah, I tell people that to my manager, Lance. Lance, if you're watching, I'm, I'm New York. Beer Jamaica. Beer Jamaica. You know, you don't even know. 
They're not even new. It's weird, bro. It, it like, is. It is. Until I got older and moved, I was like, why didn't they go to Florida? Why did we go to Florida? It's right there. Yo, <laughs> Jamaicans come. They they go to New York, then to Florida. That's exactly the pattern. It's weird. To New York. I think what it is is because it's just been like, you know, since since the slavery days, right? Because I read up on uh, all the, the slaves and how they did the plantations. So they take them from Jamaica to New York. And then um, they would trade out of New York, go back to Jamaica, and then they go to... Uh, mainly the UK, you know what I'm saying? So yes, that's why yes, it was such a big, yeah, yep, yep. that big Jamaican community in London, man. London <laughs> yeah, got, whoo. Shout out a, to Leon Edwards. Yep, shout out to Leon, Shout man. out to Darren Stewart. You know what I mean? There's a lot of us. There's yes. a lot of us out here. You ever talk to uh, you, you get, Uriah Hall? Primetime Wattam. Yo, big up. Yo, big up, Uriah. Primetime Wattam. Yeah, Uriah that's Hall, I mean, we've had it, man. He's a cool dude. That's my guy, man. Yeah. Uriah Hall was just in Florida three, three weeks ago dropping gems on me. Um, I've... Tapped in with him so much coming up. Yeah. I looked up to guys like him. Yeah, uh, man, he's, Jason he's, Jackson. Yo, shout out to Jason Jackson, man. Um, he don't get his flowers, man. Mm-hmm. He's While he can still smell them, man, I got hella flowers to send Jason Jackson, man. To me, Jason Jackson's the best Jamaican fighter on this planet, man. And he don't get enough, enough credit, credit, man. Jason mm-hmm. Jackson is a bad dude, man. And he's an awesome dude. He works hard. Shout out to Jason Jackson, man. I think Jason Jackson is the baddest Jamaican fighter on the planet right now, man. He's doing it. He's doing it right. That's what's up, man. And, and, and I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is, but I'm gonna say this. I feel like Jamaicans are just cut differently. I don't know if it's a food or if it's the magnetical pull from bro, the island or the, the the way the the earth is is making the sun shine down. I don't know what it is, bro. but Jamaicans Jamaicans I'm, just cut. Diff, like Remember the things- this name, bro. Valentine Woodburn from Fusion Excel. Val, he trains with me. Val, right now, I want to say is six and zero, oh. mm-hmm. seven and zero, oh, six knockouts. Val, <laughs> when <laughs> Val gets here, mm. and who is who is babying Val and who is telling him to take his time mm-hmm. is Phil. Val could be here yeah. now, and I'm like, one more year. What's his last name? Woodburn. Woodburn, That's y'all. Check Woodburn. That out. Val Woodburn. Look, Val Woodburn. Val Woodburn. Shout out to my homie Val, uh, Fusion XL, Yadman, Bush from, you know from, what I mean? From, yeah, man. From the- and country. And he's here. He win fights. He'll send a barrel back to Jamaica full of food and clothes. And he's mm-hmm. made, he's he's a regional fighter. He will be in the UFC a hundred percent. I'd put my I put my whole new contract on the line. You're done, Noah. Out. Bro, you're done, Noah. When I he built different. I, I yo, mm. I'm telling when, you. When he, when he's an 85er, yes. thank God I'm not in that division. And he is so green. Mm. When I say green, yeah. bro, the guy is in, in just steel. People yeah. think he like. This guy don't even work out, bro. He don't touch the <laughs> weight room like this. Oh, uh, like uh, Val touched, Romero type. Val knocked people out like I have never seen. Google Val would EMS yeah. in the ring, neck brace, high flow O2, get this guy to the hospital. Nobody's cheering. Yo, I can't wait. Two fights. I can't wait. We're in the corner mm. actively. Yo, 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 stop, ref, stop. Us, yeah. his team, Yo. murdering dudes. And <sighs> when I say he is green, mm. and that's the scary part, he is green. Mm. Learning this all. Mm-hmm. We're in the corner. Yo, ref, stop. Mm. Stop it now. Val yeah. killing people, bro. <laughs> Val, not, Val different, bro. So he the new Tyson, huh? Bro, oh, from whoo. Yod. You know what I mean? Like my, I, I'm, I'm born in America. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Bush, you know, <laughs> different, ba- ba- bro. Ba- different. Ba- they gonna ba- find ba- out, man. Jamaicans are here, man. Yeah, they man. gonna find out. I, and and <laughs> them soon find and, out. Me can't wait. Me can't wait, bro. Yo, my goal is to have this table right here, just full of Jamaican fighters, and right. we just talk. Look, look, man. The audience is gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Be like, "Yo, yo, yo, yo." This weekend we got one up, man. We got Creme de la Creme. You know, Randy Brown, man. They rude boy. The only welterweight I'm never fighting. I don't care how much money you guys give me. I'll never tussle with Randy Brown, man. And millions of dollars. I don't care, man. I hope he don't say anything different. But <laughs> on record, I'll nah, never fight man. Randy Brown, yeah, man. He's a I, cool. I, I I got so much love for him, man. Yeah. He, he helps me out anytime I reach out to him. He's it's nothing beloved, man. I just I want to see everybody that look like me that's cut from my cloth. Mm. I want to see everybody win, Spanish man. Spanish tone, big up the, Randy yo, Brown. Yo, big up Randy Brown. Yeah, man. Spanish tone. Him come from. All right, man. Well, Phil, oh my goodness. It was such a like honor to have you on this Yo, podcast, man, it's a man, pleasure, man. For real. Absolute pleasure. And anytime you're back in, in Vegas, let me know. If you wanna, you know, bring one of your homies, uh, let me know. Um, dude, it was a pleasure to be on here with you. Appreciate you, and brother. For those of you guys that don't know, Wagwan Podcast, you know, Wagwan in Patois means what's good. So uh I'm Ode Osborne, UFC Bandweight. It's my man Phil Rowe, welterweight. Really fresh, you're done, Norm.